my friends in this video which i'm doing live on twitch and then putting on youtube and on my podcast i will be telling you five simple rules for successful cryptocurrency investing based on my eight years of experience doing cryptocurrency investing in like every different format you can imagine from buying my first Bitcoin on Coinbase in 2014, back when all they had was Bitcoin, to uh, quitting crypto, making hundreds of thousands in crypto, to uh, you know buying $300 of a new crypto and selling for $15,000, putting $11,000 in Dash and unloading for $87,000, going all in on Steam and making hundreds of thousands, and making tons and tons and tons of terrible trades, selling 60 Bitcoin for $1,100 each, oh God. Selling like 50 Bitcoin for $200 each, oh, oh. So in this presentation, you're gonna get extremely helpful information. You're going to get a system that will work for you in any different environment that will have very important rules I've learned from hard fought experience. And if you want to ask more questions, Follow me on Twitch if you're not already following. I'm live every day. I essentially have office hours on Twitch. I'm a life coach and I answer any questions about anything I teach while I'm on Twitch. You can also pop your head up in my Discord or my Telegram if I'm offline. So let's get this party started. First rule, the very first rule is don't lose money. What's up, Shipman? Thanks for being the first one on the chat today. The first rule of cryptocurrency investing is don't lose money. Now, this might sound unachievable. It might sound ridiculous, but I read a book called Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins, and one of the billionaire investors said that was his number one rule. Don't lose money. And I finally figured out how to apply that to crypto, and this is our foundational rule. Every other rule has this one in mind first. So in all of your cryptocurrency investing, the number one rule, do not lose money. And this is going to lead directly into rule number two. And you might think, well, that's not even related to crypto investing. Yes, it is. Your successful crypto investing is going to depend on your financial security and stability because you're gonna make piss poor decisions with your money and you're gonna lose on your crypto when you aren't feeling financially secure to start with. So rule number two, you need to pay all your debt off first. What's up, Lisa? Nice to see you today. You need to pay all your debt off first. I'm even including house payments, car payments, and student loans. And obviously, if you have credit card debt, if you have payday loan advances, you have no business putting money into crypto and you're going to see why but these two foundational rules set you up for all the rest of the success and uh, I say uh, pay off all your debt first because what's up Peens and GHL nice to see you paying off your debt guarantees that you don't lose money and here's why you're paying interest on debt so if you pay that off, you're getting a guaranteed return. You can't lose money paying your debt off. Technically, you could to inflation, but that adds an unnecessary level of complexity to what is kind of a beginner's course here. You want to pay all your debt off first. Now, I know you're thinking, well, Jerry, what if I could buy a crypto and 100 exit? The odds of you doing that are lower if you're in debt. 
because if you're in debt, you're much more financially vulnerable and when you're financially insecure, you're going to tend to make more stupid decisions which reinforce your financial insecurity. You're going to buy high, you're going to sell low. And if you buy high and sell low, you might as well have not even played the game to begin with and you might as well have just paid your debt off. Once you've got no debt, you are in a position to go back to rule one and to play the cryptocurrency investing game in such a way that you won't lose money. So if you've got debt, just get rid of that. It's a guaranteed return. You can't lose money. And when you can invest and buy crypto with money that you don't need and you won't need, because when you've got debt, it's very easy to end up cashing your crypto out just to make the minimum payments or cashing crypto out just to buy Christmas presents for your kids or just to pay the bills. And this is what I've seen myself, that I couldn't hold my crypto for the long term because anytime the rest of my income got a little wobbly, anytime I got a little bit more financially insecure than usual, I ended up dumping my crypto and violating rule number one where I would often lose money or make much less of a profit than I could have by holding long term. As I said, I sold two Bitcoin. I sold like 40 or I sold a bunch of Bitcoin, like $8,000 worth. So I guess about 40 Bitcoin at $200 each because I was so financially insecure and because I had all this debt. Now, if I'd have been able to buy that Bitcoin and hold it and not have any debt, I'd probably still have that Bitcoin today, except with 40 Bitcoin, I would be looking at having more than half a million dollars instead of 8,000. So rule number two, I know a bunch of you are gonna disagree with it, and good, go ahead and buy crypto and lose money and keep learning the hard way, or just pay your debt off, and then you can move on to rule number three. And this is why I'm not buying or making any more crypto. Trades, I mean, I'll, I'm selling like what I put into Immutable X. But I am not buying any more crypto until I've paid my debt off. And I have $600,000 to go. But that's a guaranteed return. I can't lose money by paying my debt off. So once your debt's paid off and you're prepared to do crypto investing without losing money, then rule number three kicks in. Learn a lot, buy a little. And this is the opposite of what a lot of us do when we get involved with crypto. We buy a lot. We buy too much. We buy too much of one currency. We buy too many different currencies. We start trading. We buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Meanwhile, we don't even know what we're doing. I talked to a guy one day and he's bought some of these cryptocurrencies. I mean, and this guy barely knows how to use the internet. And he's showing me his portfolio with these different currencies. I'm like, he's like, I hope this goes up. I'm like, dude, you, you have no business buying these crypto right now. Like you, you barely know what's going on at all. And he's showing me his crypto portfolio and he's asking me if I can help him buy some more. I'm like, See, this is, this is where we go wrong. We don't even know about what these currencies do. We, I've bought crypto before off of seeing one video on TikTok and I immediately went in and bought some and I lost 50% doing that. Powerful lesson. I put in 
I bought Bitcoin when I knew relatively low about it. I traded over $20,000 buys and sells combined on Bitcoin when I barely knew anything about it in 2014 and 2015. Now, if you buy a whole bunch, for example, buying and selling a lot, and you don't know that much, you're very vulnerable to selling at a loss, which then takes us back to rule number one. The more you buy and the less you know, the easier you will be tricked into buying high and the easier you will be scared into selling low. Therefore, before I buy any more crypto, I'm putting a ton of research and time and energy after my debt's paid off. In the time while I'm paying off my debt, I'm going to be learning and learning and learning about the entire crypto environment. By learn a lot, I don't mean you should just research one particular crypto. You want to know the entire ecosystem as much as possible. So you're likely wondering from here, okay, well, who would I learn that? Where would I even begin learning a lot? So uh, sorry to Joe Paris if he's watching at this point, but my favorite crypto streamer is Superman Crypto. If you want the absolute best information on cryptocurrencies from uh, a uh, investor who's proven he's gotten huge wins. He started off with a few thousand dollars. He's made millions and millions. He's got a bunch of crypto, a bunch of like Binance US dollars sitting on the sideline ready to go. And his live streams are all about kind of the where are the best opportunities today, talking about the market, and I, I would say you should spend at least 100 hours watching his live streams and doing similar quality research before you buy anything. So you should not be buying anything before you've done a ton of research. And Superman Crypto, I've known him since 2016, 2015. It's, it's been a while. I've watched him go from, I got him into crypto and encouraged him to make his first buy and uh, from there, he's he's now what he does professionally is crypto. He learns and is researching crypto. He does crypto live streams. He's a crypto YouTuber. This is what he does. Now, if you're not planning on being a full-time cryptocurrency person yourself, then the logical thing to do is is learn from someone else. And what I really like about his live streams is there's not like BS pitches and shills and paid you know some some crypto pays him to shill their crypto the whole time he tells it how it is if he thinks something is shit he says it's shit which is funny cuz like half the cryptos people ask about they're like supo supo what do you think about this he looks at it 5 seconds this is shit look at this website look at this name like he very quickly just gives his honest feedback about stuff and he's really positive and hyped up about some things and then other things, he encourages patience. And uh, what he's, he's been saying, hey, that's Superman, Superman Crypto in the chat. What's up? Yeah, I've definitely put you in this. So I'm I'm intending to watch Superman Crypto the entire time I pay down my debt so that before I ever buy any more crypto, I'm prepared to make smart decisions. Because the more information, the more you learn about the bigger crypto market, the better decisions you can make. And... If you want to make money in crypto, you need to make high quality decisions. For example, buy low on something that looks like it's going to pump 
Then when everybody else is euphoric and buying it, you sell and you make big money off of it, just like Superman Crypto has done a bunch of times. So I encourage, and you, Superman Crypto will show you a bunch of resources on his stream that you can then use to research yourself. Like he shows Glassnode, he's on CoinMarketCap. You can learn from watching his stream a bunch of the resources and places you can go to do your own research. So rule number three, you've got to learn a lot and buy a little if you want to be successful. Because what most people do is buy a lot and learn a little. And the main mistake I've made with investing in crypto, other, you know, well, I don't even know if it's, the, I'd say the not paying my debt off first. You know, I, I got, I'd say I got lucky. I got lucky that I've made hundreds of thousands in crypto. I got in at the right time. And uh, yet, if I'd have just paid my debt down, maybe I'd be out of debt right now instead of having 600,000 in debt. I had as much as 600,000 in crypto at one point and I couldn't cash it out. One of the, If I can point to one of the biggest weaknesses in my experience buying and selling crypto, it's been lack of quality information. What a lot of us do with our crypto investing is we tend to look at it like picking a sports team. Ooh, I'm gonna be a Bitcoin maximalist or Ethereum. I'm, And maybe you pick several teams, like you love Ethereum and Binance and Near and a couple others. And by doing that, you close your mind off to all these other ones, which may be better opportunities. I'll go back to when I invested on Steam I, uh, this was the key thing here that didn't happen. I researched Steam and I made lots of money on Steam. However, I also call, I also kind of crashed the rest of my YouTube channel and my business on Steam. I could have made way more money in the rest of the market than I made on Steam. And uh, the reason is I didn't spend enough time researching Steam before I put 10 Bitcoin into Steam. And before I changed my whole business to go all in on Steam. Lauren said, you like a duet live stream with with Superman Crypto? I'm up for that if, if he's interested in doing that one day. And uh, what happened was I bought into Steam in like April or May 2017. I dumped 10 Bitcoin into it maybe even more than that, which was like, I don't know, 17, 20,000 or something at the time. And then I put even more into it. The price was like a dollar when I bought into it. It peaked at like $6 or something. I helped pump it twice to once to $6 and once back to $4. And then after all this time in Steam, I finally found a critical flaw, which should have been obvious from doing thorough research up front. The problem happens when you, as soon as you buy into something, you are no longer unbiased. So I encourage an absolute ton of research, a ton of research before you buy, because once you make that first purchase, you now are more likely, if not certain, to become irrational. For example, when I bought into Steam, before I bought into Steam, I had nothing invested into it, and I was looking at it like this is a great way for me to make money. 
and I didn't take enough time to look at it skeptically. And what I've noticed now on, on Superman crypto streams, the information he gives makes it easy to kind of look at the ups and downs of something before buying into it. And that's what you want to do is you want to look at the ups and downs of something and be sure you know every single thing that sucks about whatever cryptocurrency you want to buy into. I mean, it's just like dating. Ideally in dating, you want to be... You want to figure out <laughs> what sucks. All right. <laughs> if they suck. <laughs> you want to figure out what is a person's character defects and a person's character assets as thoroughly as possible before you commit to a relationship and or have sex with them. And of course, I've learned that the hard way because once you have sex with somebody and or have, commit that I'll be your girl or I'll be your boy, let's get married and have a life together. Once you do that crap, it's a lot harder to back out of the relationship and it gets a lot messier. But if a person reveals on the first date, and this is why I encourage honesty, just let people know honestly, these are my assets, these are my liabilities. I'm willing to do this, this, and that, and I'm. Th this is what I'm not so good with. And each of these cryptos has various ups and downs. Like people constantly ask, is Bitcoin or Ethereum better? Is Ethereum better? Or what about this one versus that one? And it's a matter of figuring out which crypto matches which of the assets or the things that are great about a crypto match what you want and which crypto's defects or the things that suck about it, and not in a good way, which things are terrible about it that you can deal with or that you can help with. And I've consistently not done my research very well and I've paid the price for doing that. So let me go over these and show you, give you an example of this. And we got two more rules to cover afterwards. Yes, Lisa says faces. Drew, you uh, man says, do you gamble? I used to gamble. And uh, I gambled in the crypto market. And a lot of people are using, as I did, use the crypto market as a gambling mechanism. Like, hey, let's buy this and see if it goes up. Ah, crap, it went down, I lost. So let me give you an example of, of the kind of research and things you want to know. So people ask, which is better, Bitcoin or Ethereum? Well, each of them has different assets and different liabilities. So downsides of Bitcoin. Bitcoin already is a massive market cap. $325 billion is so much, you have difficulty comprehending how much money that is. It's such a big market cap already that if it 10X is a $3 trillion market cap is like up there with the biggest currencies in the world. So one of the downsides of Bitcoin is that it's so big already that it's limited in how much it could grow compared to a lot of these other ones. Like you start scrolling down the bottom to some of these little baby market caps and you know, I don't know hardly any of these down here, but you know, like Immutable X I've actually used quite a bit. Like if this 10X is, if this 10X is, it's a $3 billion market cap, which would make it 100 times less than Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is so big that the potential profits in terms of multipliers are likely to be a lot smaller. That said, Bitcoin is the oldest, most proven, in my opinion, least risky of these to buy. 
and therefore it depends on what kind of experience you're looking for. And this is why we go back to our rules. If you are, if you've got all your debt paid off and you don't want to lose money and uh, you are learning and researching a lot, the more learning you do, you may see, look, Bitcoin is probably the safest thing you could buy. Like that's, pro it's probably not going, it has the least chance of going to zero out of perhaps all of these. And it's got a very good chance of continuing to go up and getting adopted as a global reserve currency. And Bitcoin is something that's proven itself over many, many markets, over many, many changes. It's, it's the least risky, but some of you may not be looking for least risky. And this is why you need to take a lot of time to research and figure out, well, what do you want out of your investing? Do you want to just put your money into something that you can keep up with inflation so that you buy some Bitcoin and in 10 years, you've got more spending power than you do today with your current money? You know, Or do you want to gamble a bit more and go for like 100x? Because if you want 100x, Bitcoin is probably not the place to look for it. And if you're okay with your investment going to zero, like for example, if you want 100x, you know, Immutable X, which I've used, it's a gaming, it's a platform for like, it's a layer two for Ethereum, simple way to put it. You know, if you want 100x, Ethereum uh, or Immutable X, I think, has a much better chance of 100xing in the next, say, five years than Bitcoin does. Now, which one of these has a much higher chance of going to zero and completely failing? Immutable X, because it's newer and it's a layer two. If something like Immutable X gets hacked, it's probably finished or it may not recover and just kind of steadily go down. So if Bitcoin, Bitcoin might 100X, but the only way Bitcoin's going to 100X is if it gets to be a global reserve currency. And Ethereum would like to be a global reserve currency. Ripple would love to be a global reserve currency. And I'm sure some of these ones down here have dreams of being a global reserve currency too. What's up? Nerdmeister, nice to see you. Thanks for the kind words. So this is why you want to really research the market. And you might want to look at buying these cryptos more like getting married than going to the casino. Because I've... Struggled with gamble addiction, gambling addiction in my life, and for me, these have been like a casino. Except it's it's not technically gambling, although my wife very much thinks of it as gambling. But it's like, hey, let's let me see if I can put some money in this, and if I can get more out of the other side. And for me, it was like, let's see if I can buy this, then pump it myself and sell it. Like, what a great what a great system for me. Maybe not so great for everybody else. So there's there are so many cryptocurrencies too. There's like there's 21,000 cryptos listed on CoinMarketCap. And uh, there's so many. What I look at is which one of these would benefit from my participation. Like which of these wants me to help out? Like Bitcoin doesn't seem to really matter that much if I I got into Bitcoin. I was a Bitcoin maximalist for a while. I actually had bought again one Bitcoin, then sold it for a $700 loss. I was into Ethereum for a little bit. I was actually very early into Ethereum. 
But again, I look at the consistent mistakes because I had debt the whole time. I kept getting financially insecure and I kept missing big opportunities. If I had instead just paid my debt down and then I could... With crypto, you want to look at this as a long-term thing. Unless you want to be a full-time crypto trader, and that's a lot different mindset. You're probably not watching this if you want to be a full-time crypto trader. One of the dumbest things you can do, and we'll go back to the rules for this, one of the stupidest things you can possibly do, which goes back to rule number one, is spend a bunch of your valuable time and energy buying, selling, and researching cryptos only to lose money. That's like, imagine if you went to work and you expected you were going to get a paycheck from going to work and you spent however much time you put into this crypto stuff you're doing. Imagine if you put in that much time into a job and then it came time for your paycheck and they gave you a bill and not a bill you could just throw in the trash but a bill that they'd already taken out of your bank account. That's what a lot of people are doing with crypto, which I have done myself plenty of times. That to me is the absolute worst case scenario. That you spend a bunch of your valuable time and energy buying crypto and you lose money. So this is gonna take us into rule number four. So you're wondering, well, Jerry, how do I use buy crypto and sell it so that I don't lose money? This is how, sell only at a profit. If you don't have a profit, you hold. And this is why you're gonna want to research thoroughly. Like Superman on his streams has been saying, this is not the bottom, it's not the time to buy yet for most, most cryptos. Like he, can, he has a optimal buy-in price, Maybe if you're really horny over a particular crypto, you could dollar cost average into it and he puts that up there. But, you know, he has like a target buy price and basically suggests wait. It's not, we're going to go lower. You don't need to buy now. So the lower you buy, the lower you buy, the easier it's going to be to make a profit. So I've got penalized over and over again in crypto because of impatience. Now, when you've got debt, it's much easier to get impatient. But if you don't have debt and you only buy what you can afford to hold until you sell it at a profit, then you can afford to be patient. And in the crypto market, patience will be rewarded massively. Let me show you where my impatience got me. So I bought Bitcoin back here. I started buying Bitcoin back here. I had put out a course just like this at the beginning or middle of 2015 when Bitcoin was in the two, three, four hundreds. I put out a, a course in the same format for free on YouTube and I said, if you want to make a lot of money in Bitcoin, buy a little bit of it right now every day or every week or every month and hold. I watched back my own video on this and cried. I'm like, oh my God. If I'd have only followed my own advice. I was buying, at this point, I was buying like $100 or something, $20 to $100 a day in Bitcoin right here. I was stacking Bitcoin. 
Nerdmeister, great question, says, how do you know Bitcoin would get big? The energy. I had this feeling of excitement. My intuition and a couple of friends got me into Bitcoin. I researched it and I'm like, this, this is game-changing technology. This technology is amazing. Kill that gnat. The energy of something will give you... A, it's the, the energy is the word I can use. I'm like, this is amazing. But I was not patient enough. And I had debt, so I was financially insecure. So I bought too much, thought short-term, and paid the price. Now, I did follow my own advice and stockpiles. I had turned putting like 20 or 100 bucks a day by the end of 2016, I had $11,000 worth of Bitcoin. So, you know, I certainly did some right. But here's, imagine, imagine back here, just buying a little bit consistently and holding, holding, holding. And even when it pumped up here, because when it went to like 2017,000, I'm like, oh my God. You know, this is crazy. Like, I started buying it here. I remember my some of my first buys were like five six hundred, and I remember when I bought it and it going down, and I was so impatient. I thought I was so impatient, and I remember when I made the presentation, I was talking about when Bitcoin goes over a thousand, you can start selling it or think about selling it. Now, when it was in the hundreds, going over a thousand seemed like a great return on investment. And then look where it's at today. Even today with, you know, I zoomed in. Even even today, look at how high it is today and how high it's been. And if you're going to get into crypto, you need to be prepared for a long ride. So if you're anxious to sell, anxious to take a quick profit, you're, you're going to usually get screwed in the process. Yeah, I'll show you Dash too. Superman says Dash did like 160x. It did. Let's see how Dash is doing today. And the worst part when you act like that, I flogged myself. I felt like an idiot over the gains I missed. Over, for example, I got into Dash. I got into Dash at right here at like $10, $11. I bought, I bought Dash on Christmas... On Christmas Day 2015, while my kids are getting ready to open presents, I'm loading up on Dash. Loading up on Dash at under 10 bucks. And then it goes up to like 11 before I finish buying. I'm like rude, but maybe I bought it up a little bit. I started pumping Dash. Now, I, I wasn't prepared for the long term because I sold too early. I actually sold my Dash right about here when it was at like... 87 or something like right around there so now in the short term you'd think man in four months you turned 11,000 into 87 well then it went up to 1500 and I felt like a moron for selling at 87 I felt like an absolute idiot but it was because Again, I I wasn't following these simple rules. Obviously, you only sell at a profit. I had not learned enough or bought a lot. I still had debt, so I was 
I was too quick to take out money to try and pay down my debt. And we'll go into rule number five now. We'll go into rule number five so you got all the rules. So I made some really good crypto trades, but ironically, I felt like an idiot. You'd think, you'd think, well, you made 77,000 with 11,000. You made 77,000 profit in four months using 11,000. You ought to feel like a genius. Well, I felt like an idiot because I missed out on so much. And uh, it's driven home the importance with me. You need to be in it for the long term. Because in the short term, sure, something's Dash may never go back to $1,500. I would be surprised if Dash ever went back to $1,500. But some of these cryptos today are going to 100x, but you might have to wait five years for it, like Bitcoin. I was not prepared in 2014 to wait seven years to... Uh, Hey, G Shell, thanks for the pennies. Thank you for the 200 biddies, GHL. Nerdmeister says, I have faced you will be a mega millionaire crypto investor. Well, that, I, I'll be, I'll take it. If that's what's coming, I'll, I will take that. Yeah, there are thousands of cryptos now. So, thank you, GHL, from the Superman crypto family with the 200 bits. You get to hang out up there until anybody else sends anything. So the final rule, and we'll, we'll circle this around a few more ways, but the last rule is you need to have your keys, your crypto. So if you've done everything else and you're all set, you need to make sure you have the crypto in your own wallet. You never want to be holding, like when I had $87,000 of Dash, I was nervous. I'm like, oh my God, that's turned into a lot of money fast. And I was nervous even though I had the keys. Even though I had the keys. Even though I had the keys, I was still nervous that I might lose the key or that someone might steal it. Now, if you've got your crypto on an exchange, haven't we seen enough times that you could lose everything? So make sure when you're ready to invest or when you're ready to be serious with your crypto investing, like if you have a hundred dollars on an exchange or maybe a, you know, a relatively, whatever's a relatively small amount of money to you. Like maybe for Superman crypto, a hundred thousand on an exchange is a relatively small amount of money for him. For you, you know, what is a small amount of money for you? If you can afford to just lose it, if something goes wrong, leave it on an exchange. And maybe... Maybe you keep some of your portfolio on an exchange. However, the more you've got, you need to make sure you've got custody of your crypto. So that means, for example, if you've used Bitcoin, you have a Bitcoin Core or Bitcoin hardware wallet, It's that it's not sitting on an exchange. And I would also say to be wary, things like layer twos and stuff, those can get tricky also. I had... I had uh, like 10 grand on Immutable X recently from playing Gods Unchained. And Gods Unchained and Immutable X, these are awesome. So here's my Immutable X. You know, I I did this uh, on Immutable Scan on Immutable X. I've bought and sold thousands in the term of 
into the context of playing Gods Unchained. Now, having I, as you can see, I at various points had you know thousands in Ethereum and or Gods on Immutable X, and like right now, I've I've got how much do we have on here? Nine hundred dollars worth of Gods. I'll be withdrawing soon. A hundred bucks in Ethereum. So having this on Immutable X. Having $900 on Immutable X is not the same as having $900 worth of crypto directly in a MetaMask wallet on the Ethereum blockchain. Because really what I did is I sent my money over to an account Immutable X controls and then they're letting me interact on their blockchain. But really they've got my money. I don't really have these 3,895 gods. They have it. I cannot transact and sell it on an exchange without pulling it off of Immutable X. So I would encourage also to can, I generally prefer to invest in layer one solutions where I've actually got custody of the crypto. I can transact it myself. I can send it directly to an exchange and sell it. Because that is, that's like what the value these cryptos offer. Like if you've got Bitcoin, you uh, and you have control of the keys. You know nobody else practically can get a hold of those keys, and you can send it to any exchange. Now, depending on where you got it, could you know if you got it from some sketchy source like gambling or you know money laundering, maybe the exchange won't let you change it in the fiat. But other than it, more extreme scenarios like that, your Bitcoin, you could take it with you anywhere. Now, if you're in some layer two, that might not be the case. And putting something like Ethereum onto a layer two like Immutable X, you really aren't meeting this anymore. It's not, if you're on a layer two, it's not the same as having your crypto on a layer one. Like if Immutable X got hacked or something, I might not be able to actually withdraw what they say I've got onto the blockchain. So I personally have a strong preference for investing in layer ones where I actually can hold whatever currency it is in my own wallet and transact it and take it to exchanges. That said, there's a place for diversification. So if you have, let's say you've got maybe 10 grand in your crypto portfolio, you probably want to have at least half of it where it's your keys, your crypto. You know, Bitcoin directly in a Bitcoin core wallet, Ethereum directly in the, you know, Ethereum hardware wallet. Then for the other half of it, you could have it on a layer two. You could have it on an exchange. In that way, you kind of hedge your bets with it. But as we talk about your keys, your crypto, we also see that you know, crypto is a very risky business. There's lots of ways it could go wrong and you could lose everything. Now, I rem I recall that I said rule 1 don't lose money. And if you don't sell at a loss, you can't lose money. Still, just cuz you have a rule that you don't lose money, crypto is inherently risky, which is why I've said pay off all your debt first because even if you have your keys, your crypto, something happens where you lose access to one of your keys or you could lose all your crypto. 
something happens where you pass away, as I've seen firsthand, and I've had a spouse, a widow, hire me to try and find her husband's Bitcoin. And it's a real pain in the butt if they did not make it clear exactly how they kept that Bitcoin stored. So even if you've got your keys, your crypto, you know, in some instances that doesn't even matter. Like if you're using something like Hex, where the market is controlled, it's not really on centralized exchanges, it's on decentralized exchanges, and they use these liquidity pools to essentially try and stop people from selling large amounts to artificially keep the price inflated, kind of this artificial scarcity and art and insufficient liquidity. Even if you've got the keys, you may lose out on everything still. So I generally, I'm not gonna put this as a rule, but I generally encourage diversification because with diversification, you can minimize the risk while still having a very high potential reward. For example, if you're holding Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a few others, you know, if something, any of these one networks could have a critical failure. Somebody could come in with a quantum computer and crack Bitcoin, you know, Ethereum, could totally implode with proof of stake somehow. Like there could be a, a war between nodes and it could all go down the drain. You know, especially the farther down you go, the more risk is that it's a rug pull completely. A rug pull being you get everybody to stand on the rug, then pull the rug and everybody else falls down and gets screwed. In this case, it's with crypto, especially as you go farther down, a lot of these are little more than someone's money-making scheme. Now, sure, some of them have working blockchains. Some of them have lots of people, but these were just created so somebody can make a bunch of money, and in the long term, they're not going to last. And others of these are communities of people that are going to endure and grow and grow. So the only, I trust my energy when getting involved in things. Like, I got really excited about Bitcoin in 2014. And that's why I started buying into it. But what screwed up my excitement is financial insecurity, over-investing. So if you want to violate my rule about paying off your debt and just buy even though you've got debt, you need to put smaller amounts in that you never have to sell. Because if you get forced to sell something, you're usually going to sell at a loss or you're just going to get cleaned up by trading fees. So what happened with me when I first started buying Bitcoin... And I managed to lose thousands of dollars trading Bitcoin from when I started in 2014 to when I sold all the Bitcoin I had in 2015. You might think, well, how could you lose thousands of dollars? I paid a bunch of trading fees because I'd buy, sell, buy, sell. And lots of times I bought higher. And for some reason that only looks just pure stupidity or impatience or inexperience now... I'd buy I'd buy like 10 Bitcoin or you know I'd buy way more than I should have been buying. I this was before I'd ever made any real money online either. I'd go in and buy like five Bitcoin at like 600. And then the price would go down to I'd wait for it to go up, but then it'd go down to like it go down to like 400 or something. Then I'm like, "Oh my god, it's going to go down further." So I unload all of what I just bought at 500. I lose 500 bucks 
all the while checking the charts every single day. Then it dips to like 300. I'm like, man, I got to get in on this. Look how far down it went. Now I buy like 15 Bitcoin at like 300. And then, then it, it drops to like 200. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to go to zero. Then I sell everything, lose, you know, like 500 more dollars. Then it dips to 176. I bought like 20 Bitcoin at 176. I'm like, it's never going to be this low again. Then it goes up to like 200. And I'm like, all right, I just made 20% back. I'm going to unload all my Bitcoin now in case it goes to zero. <laughs> and can you look at how much time I spent so much time checking prices and trying to trade in and out of the market and I lost thousands of dollars when all I needed to do, maybe buy $100 a week, which at the time would not have been a big deal. Imagine if instead I'd bought $100 a week and even if, let's say in 2014, I started when it was up around 600 and by the end of the year it was down to 300. If I'd have bought $100 a week, you imagine how many Bitcoin I would have had. And if I'd have just kept buying $100 a week over and over again, yeah, then, then in a few years we're a millionaire. In a few years you're looking at that I'm a multi, like, you know, tens of millions of dollars. But, you know, that what I've sold, I probably have sold right here. <laughs> so you can see the necessity with crypto of thinking long-term and holding, holding, holding. I'll give you an example where I did things just right on this. And uh, I'll, see if I, I'll see if I can pull it up on the other window. So that I have this year, I did do things just right one time. So you see this USDC Jenny? This is the one thing I absolutely killed it with this year. Probably should have showed this up front, but here we are. Guess how much I bought this for and when I bought it. I bought like 20,000 Jenny for one and a half cents each in 2021. Now, at the time, I bought it directly from the founder. At the time, it looked like I was just throwing my $300 away. Like, yeah, okay, you're going to start a cryptocurrency, buddy. All right, I'll give you $300 so you'll leave me alone. I didn't even have custody of it for like eight months. Like, I just gave him the $300, signed an old school like PDF contract, sent $300 over from my bank account, and I didn't even actually get it in my wallet for eight months. Now, if you do the math, I bought 20,000 something Jenny for one and a half cents each. Now, that's $1.40 right now. Now, that's looking pretty good, isn't it? You're like, hmm, tell me more about this incredible play you made here. Well, so what happened was... This thing had a lot of different twists and turns and I paid no attention to it. I didn't even think about it. In fact, I remember at the beginning of this year, I started thinking about crypto again. I'm like, don't I have some Jenny 
I remember after eight months, I messaged a founder. I'm like, can I actually get this in my wallet? Like I, I paid 300 for it and I don't even have anything yet. He's like, sure. So he sent me 22,000 of it. He gave me a bonus too for holding it so long and for not even asking about it. So I think I actually paid three cents for it. He gave me a 50% bonus, dropped 22,000 Jenny in my wallet. This was at the beginning of the year. They're not even tracking this on here. Or are they? Where is it? Yeah, so look at this. So if we go back here, I paid no attention to this at all. I didn't even think about it. And this is how you really want to do your crypto investing successfully. I didn't even think about this at all until I looked at it in like April and I'm like, maybe even down here in March, a little bit lower. It was that. I looked at it, so this is like around two cents in here or something like that. Yeah, I, I saw it. When I started looking at it, it went from like two cents to like 15 cents. I'm like, hold up, whoa. <laughs> I put 300 into this and then all of a sudden it pumped. It pumped up to, it went from like two cents to like 20 cents and I'm like, good God. Because <laughs> at, at one and a half cents, I had $300. So 20X that. Now I've got $6,000. And I uh, I got this very strong. I'm like, I have to sell some of this right now. But I remembered what I did over here. So I remembered when I, I bought my Dash at like 10, 11 bucks. And it went up to 87. I'm like, good God, I need to unload this. And I sold all of it. Now at the time, a little, some little voice or something intuition said, why don't you sell most of it or half of it, but hold some of it? And I'm like, no, because I was pissed off at the community. I was impatient. I sold all of it. Screw them. I'm going to take my money and leave. And then it went up here. And even when it was down here, it still looked pretty good. So I remembered that my little lesson with Dash and I sold 60% of my Genitrust at 22 cents. And I turned 300 into several thousand and still was holding on to 40% of it. And then it went up to $1.40. <laughs> so the last 40% I held on to, if we all do the math, that last 40%, the first 60% I sold turned into several thousand dollars, which after just getting demonetized on Facebook was fantastic. And then that 40% I held on to, I, I sold the rest of it at over a dollar 40. And that turned into tens of thousands. And I was like, wow. But at, when it hit a dollar 40, I felt this burning desire to sell. I'm like, I absolutely have to sell at 100x gains like it'd be stupid not to sell at 100x gains and that's the first time i've very successfully executed or the first time i think i've ever successfully executed a 100x trade and i reverse engineer that for you because it goes exactly in line with the rules i just taught 
So rule number one, except for rule number two. Rule number one, don't lose money. I, I bought that Genitrust. I had no intention of ever selling it unless it made a fat profit. P-H-A-T. Pay off all debt first. Well, I paid a bunch of debt off first. Couldn't quite get all of it. I, uh, I learned a lot and bought a little. $300. I knew the founder really well. I knew the rest of the market pretty well. I learned a whole bunch. Bought $300. And uh, then I sold only at a profit. I waited until I had huge profit and sold it. And I eventually got the keys back myself. But the other principles that are more subtle that we worked in there is patience. So I hope I've communicated these lessons to you successfully. You can see with you know, what I learned with dashes, you need to be in things for the longer haul. And if you do make a bunch of money, well, maybe don't sell all of it at once. You know, if you can make 10x gains on something, maybe sell 50% of it and and go for 100x gains with the rest of it. And if you lose the rest, if the rest of it you never end up can selling it, you still made 5x on your whole investment with 10x on that portion you sold. So I really appreciate the chance to educate you. On crypto, if there's any last questions, we'll wrap this up. I intend to fully pay off all my debts before I buy any more crypto to take really thorough amount of time to analyze the market. And uh, the nice thing with this approach is since I don't, since I'm not, because I'm not holding anything, I mean, technically I've got tiny bits of crypto, like that, I have 900 still in gods, but we're gonna sell that shortly. Since there's nothing I'm committed to, I'm in a great position to give unbiased videos. Because as soon as I buy something, you know, I want it to succeed. I Genitrust did like an airdrop. Technically, I've still got some of this too, and I might as well hold that. I didn't put this as a rule, but you're gonna generally do better if you trade less. So the less buys you make, the less sells you make, the fewer transactions, the lower transaction fees. The worst thing you can do is buy and trade a bunch. And I've done that. I showed my crypto spreadsheet on a video earlier this year. Ah, Superman Crypto asks a great question. Said, should, be one, should one be diversified or should one be all in? And I suggest to check your own personality. And there's a time and place to do both. So Superman Crypto is an excellent example of putting both of those approaches to work. So Superman Crypto himself, which I'm kind of talking about him and to him. So Superman Crypto explained to me in, in his live streams, and I'll talk directly to him. You said that you, when you were first starting out, took a few thousand dollars and went all in then that pumped and you sold it and you went all in on some more. And then since then, you've gotten very diversified. So I think it's important to get to know your own personality. I think diversification is generally the best strategy for the masses. So for the majority of people, you should be diversified. You should A, a great diversified portfolio might have something like this some more secure, less risky assets like some Bitcoin. I think some Bitcoin is probably the first thing almost anyone should get in their crypto portfolio. And again, just hold it forever or indefinitely. 
or until you can make massive profit selling it. It's not worth it to sell it before that. So almost any crypto portfolio should have some Bitcoin and Ethereum. Like these are these are the foundations of a crypto portfolio. These are these are lower risk and uh, plenty of profit potential. From there, maybe some Binance. It's the biggest exchange. Maybe some Binance. If you think Ripple might win the case, maybe some Ripple. If you think Elon Musk might get Dogecoin into Twitter, maybe Dogecoin. If you are looking for the next car, the next Ethereum or the Ethereum killer, maybe Cardano, you know, maybe etc. So you could just go down the list. An ideal crypto portfolio would probably have at least five, if not 10 different currencies with no more than 10% in any one of them. So maybe 10% Bitcoin, 10% Ethereum, 10% Binance, 10% Dogecoin, 10% Cardano, you know, 5% or less on some of the riskier things. I would say that is generally the best strategy for the masses because you just, for example, you go through this presentation today if somehow. Hey, Lisa, nice to see you. Thanks a lot for being here. Let's say you don't have any crypto at all and you're, you've already researched and watched a lot and you're thinking, you know what, I've just got to get some Bitcoin and just have a little bit. So maybe today you put like 100 bucks into Bitcoin and with $100, you could just leave that on an exchange. It's not that big of a deal. You maybe buy 100 today and just you you think of it, I'm never going to sell this or do anything with it. I'm just going to keep this. You know, if it's worth like 10,000 one day, maybe I'll sell it. But you buy it and hold indefinitely. Like that's probably a good place to start and then maybe go deeper from there and anything you buy just commit to holding it like a marriage. Like you're going to start off with one wife and then and then you can, you know, branch out into two, three. And once you get up to 12, it'll be worse than politics, according to the King of Jordan. So, But look at it like you're picking up wives or girlfriends or whatever, whatever you like. So I'd say most of you should be diversified. However, some of your personalities and unique situations will lend themselves better to being all in. And Superman Crypto just asked, do you think it's worth in investing in apps as well or just layer ones? This goes back to your own unique personality and situation. So for me, as a previously now retired or converted or whatever you want to call it, I was a gaming streamer before. Now for me, if I was going to continue playing games, I would continue playing Gods Unchained. And I would continue being all in on God's Unchained, the currency, the app, etc. So this is where you got to know thyself and ask other people for advice. Pop into Superman Crypto's stream, ask him some questions, ask other viewers. Superman Crypto has a telegram. You can ask people there and there's lots of other people you can talk to. It depends on your unique situation. So if you want the most diversified portfolio with the highest win percentage possible, sure. Drop some money into some apps, drop some money into layer twos like Superman I think is gonna make tons of money on the next bull run with some of these layer twos and apps. Absolutely. <laughs> GHL says I'm a disgusting polyamorous. No, polyamorous is delicious. Let's all share, let's all share and really get to know each other on a new level. If I continued to play games, I would continue to be in on Gods Unchained. 
I'm out of Gods Unchained because I'm not continuing to play games. But like for me, I got into Gods Unchained because I could play the game and I could help the game grow. And is is same thing with marriage. Like being married to one person is very simple. It gives you it gives you a very clear it's very easy to satisfy one woman. You can really get to know one woman and it's very easy to show up. You know exactly where you should be. Like, you know, maybe if I had a whole bunch of girlfriends, I'd go to the wrong one's house sometimes. I'd forget that this one liked that and that one liked this and this one wanted that for Christmas and this one wanted this. It'd get complicated. Whereas some of you will find being completely involved with one crypto and one community or one app or one layer two Whatever it is, you'll find that's your passion. And and in that case, go for it. Like for me, the last crypto I was all in on is Gods Unchained. I went all in on Steam. I went all in on Dash. Hey, if I just stayed all in on Bitcoin, I'd have at least, if I'd held it, I'd have 20 million plus dollars in Bitcoin right now. So there's a lot of different ways to do things right. And this is where you got to know thyself. If you're looking at crypto as kind of a retirement portfolio, you almost definitely want diversification. If you're a freelancer who works online and you want to get so involved with the crypto that you can get hired by the DAO within the crypto, you can make money like in Gods Unchained playing the actual game and then doing content for it. In that case, it'll probably be better to go all in and you know maximize your return. At the same time, if you go all in, this is part of the transition out of gaming for me was thinking, well, what if Gods Unchained doesn't work out? I'm like, man, I'll be completely screwed if Gods Unchained doesn't work out. And it's like, why is somebody like you all in on one video game when what you really do is life coach? Like that doesn't even make sense. So this is where you got to know thyself. Yeah, GHL, you're married to more than 15 dudes slash cryptos. Well, <laughs> hope you know what everybody likes. So yeah, if you just want to be more of an investor, diversification, absolutely. And yeah, go for those huge wins. If you can get 100x on 1% of your portfolio, that'll cover the other 99% of your portfolio totally going to zero. So diversification is appropriate for most, especially if you want to invest. If you want to do more than just put money in and be a real member of the community, then maybe go all in or, or that. So... We're over an hour. I do. I said an hour is my limit for live streams because, you know, if I haven't said it in an hour, I think I should just try again and talk about it tomorrow. We'll do some more crypto streams in the future. If you enjoyed this one and want some more of them, I trust you'll come hang out on Twitch or you can ask more questions in my Discord or live on Twitch anytime or in my Telegram anytime you'd like something more. And as I said earlier, if you really want to be successful with your crypto investing, I watch Superman Crypto for hours every week. And that's where, that's the main place I learn about the current state of the crypto market. So get someone, get someone who's a very high quality creator and that gives it to you straight and that is consistent and they know about the market and listen to them and get your information from them. So. That's where I'm making my watch list of cryptos I want to consider investing in when my debt's paid off and I'll, I'll be prepared. So 
At this rate, I'm going to have my debt paid off before the market comes back, but we'll see. <laughs> so I love each of you. Thanks a lot for watching. And uh, we will continue doing this. I'll be back online with another live stream tomorrow.